Hey, welcome to the Sipsionary. Hello, welcome in. How's everybody doing today? By everybody, just the two of us. Just the just, just the, the two, two of us. I don't know um, the actual like accompaniment for that song. I don't. Know, I just made it up. I know it was nice. I uh, if I, I could feel play like anything, it, like going back in time, I would play the bass, and I feel like I would be a kick butt bassist. Let's see, oh, that would be fun. Not the drums. Maybe I would do drums too. I don't know. Anyway, um, Corey at our church. Whenever I hear him play bass, it's oh, it's so good. I just smile sometimes because like he'll make up this little bass line underneath, and I'm just like, that's just insane. Yeah. Well, you, well, you don't even know is stuff that like we've practiced, and then it's totally different. And I'm like, he, he just, just made changed, that up. He just changes it. Yep. Just made that up it's on pretty, the spot. It's pretty, it's pretty. He's pretty nuts. Pretty amazing. Well, I sound exactly the same. That's or, right. I I the same thing. Like, this is what I know how to do, and I'm gonna stay in my lane. If I do anything different, it's gonna be bad. How, that's how it goes. Well, welcome into the Sipsionary. I hope you're uh, hope you're doing well. I you've probably missed already a significant voice on uh, this episode. Eric the doctor is, has left the building, as Eric would say. Eric is no longer with us. <laughs> that's right. He has um, moved on. He has moved on. He is. He's in a better place. <laughs> <laughs> um, but he is on his way to Hilton Head Island, um, which we're recording this Friday morning, and I think there's. They haven't dropped off their dog yet, so. So actually, he's at home just doing nothing. Probably right okay. Well, well, either that or he might show up in the mid recording as they're dropping well, their dog he knew, off. He knew we were here, or maybe we're supposed to go get the dog, and we just haven't done that yet. Oh, <laughs> maybe on Monday the dog will be dead. <laughs> no, well, that we, would be bad. Yeah, that would. Be, if we don't have the dog by this afternoon, we'll go get her. That's hilarious. So well, who knows? Yeah, so I don't know. Regardless, dis out your regardless. He's uh he's doing his thing on his way to vacation. He he deserves it. Uh, so it's been a been a been a long stretch. So what's going on? Uh, what's going on with your life? Any, anything? Uh, anything new you want to uh, update the people on? Let's see. Anything crazy? Anything crazy? Uh, summer is here, dude. I'm like sweating everywhere I go. Everywhere. I go. Everywhere I go, I'm sweating. The, the pits. I'm sweating now. Like well, right now, I'm sweating. Yeah, I am too. Actually, my hands are sweating, I and even, I don't even want to say like I'm not saying that to complain about the temperature of your house. I'm just saying this is just. I mean, like right now, this is. It's not even noon, and it's 80 degrees. Well, thankfully, we live in Ohio because if we lived anywhere where oh. we used to live, it would be. Ni- it's 90 degrees. It's not good. But it's it will good. be 90 degrees when we go to the pool today, so yeah. that'll be fun. Yeah. yeah so so summer's here. Nice. Um, fixed the broken door in my van. Shout out. Okay. Ton of cash on that. Okay. Um, that's fun. Keeps the wife happy. Yeah, fun. the doors work, so we can get in and out of the van. That's important. The garage door works now. Showed okay. out money on that too. Sheesh. Yeah, everything. Um, there's a book out there. I don't even remember who the author is, but it's called Broken Down House. Okay. And the idea. I mean, is, I feel like I could have written that book. I was like, yeah, I, I did. What, what, what goes into that book? Does he well, tell you all the things that can break? No, it has nothing to do with construction. It's oh. a spiritual book about how we all live in a broken down world. Oh. And everything's breaking down. And the analogy is the house. You know, I just all got, of your house is broken down. That's basically true. I just got this book and I didn't know he wrote this. Uh but J.I. Packer um wrote a book called Oh, I just got it, so I I'm not gonna I'm not gonna nail the title. Um th- this is gonna sound off, but it's like basically like weakness is life. Oh, but anyway, it's like about that whole idea. Football like, is life. Football is life. I know <laughs> it's not that title. Don't. But it's something about basically like what Paul said. I boast in my weakness, which is like just not how Christians talk. And I'm not that I'm surprised that J.I. Packer wrote it, 
but I'm also surprised it doesn't get more press because it's Jaya Packer. But then again, it's because it's talking it's about, about weakness, and so suffering. no one likes to talk about that. Yeah. So that's probably why I haven't heard of it. Yeah, but every time I something breaks in my house, I'm reminded of that book, Broken Down House, and then I'm reminded that, like, yeah, this is just how, this is it. Life goes. Everything breaks down. Your mansion in heaven will never break. I don't, how big is my mansion in heaven? I don't know. Is it going to be filled with many rooms for me? Many ooms. Just for me? Spare ooms. Spare ooms. Mm-hmm. Lots of spare ooms with um, golden, golden paved blind carpets. Cool. Yeah. Oh, okay. That's where it is. <laughs> All right. So, um, I we've had a lot of like recent soccer drama in our life. Um, just with Finn, oh, we've yeah. had to we've had to really mess, uh, get get messy in his life. It's like the biggest adult like conversation I've had with Finn, our our nine year old, recently. Um. He was on the team, then he was off the team, then he was back on the team, and now it's kind of like midway. He's kind of off and kind of on. We'll see how it worked out. But um, basically, like he's he's been playing in an older division uh, in, in, on an older team, and we knew at some point it was going to catch up to us, and they were going to ask him to bump down. Um, and so it's kind of halfway there. Basically, the coach wants him on his team, but the club might not like it that he's playing for the older team, so he's kind of straddling the fence a little bit but that's been really hard and challenging to to walk with him on and, yeah um honestly though like as the days have progressed he's taken it way better than we have like mom and dad like that's been that's well, been kind of the toughest part i wonder if that's just like an age thing like he just because he just wants to play soccer yeah but like we're trying to we're you know we're trying to get him to understand that like these are your friends these are the friends that you've been with for like two and a half years like you're not going to see them week to week or you know, you're going to have to make new friends on a new soccer team. And yeah, anyway, it's just kind of like, I don't, I don't know if he's even fully aware of that reality just because I'm, he's nine. I don't, you know, I don't know right. if he can process all that. Um, but anyway, he's, he's, we've caught him at moments just kind of like sobbing on his bed and we're like, buddy, what's going on? And he's like, I'm just sad about the soccer team Still, situation. Multiple times or just a couple of times. Yeah. yeah. Not like all over, but yeah. anyway, it's just, you know, it kind of comes and comes and goes in his little life. So we had fun at the crew game. That was fun. Yeah, that was a lot of fun. That was good. Glad to. He did say on the way home because uh, Finn was with us. He goes, "I am a good luck charm." You know that. Like, <laughs> yes, yes, you are. So. so we won. We needed him. So he's won every time. He's been nice. There, so yeah. Anyway, so that's what's going on with us. Well, we wanted to uh, continue on with our our worship conversation, uh, and since I got Quentin here, uh, Quentin is the normal one who puts together our worship list, our worship order um, from week to week. So I thought it'd be good just to kind of like pick your brain. Um, I, I certainly have some thoughts too um, about like how that process goes. Like, what are you looking for? How do you how do you arrange it? What are some thoughts that go through your head? Is there like a th- philosophy that kind of guides you on what songs to pick what scriptures to pick and how to work it all together stuff like that whatever you want to say yeah i would say that um probably there's gonna be um more than one way to kind of do this right i don't know that there's any like one specific universal it's not like god laid down a right bible text says this is how you should do it. so i can probably only just speak for kind of what my goal is as the one who kind of structures the worship and then um everything else is just kind of like up in the air i mean like there's there's so much let go and let god (laughs) that's right (laughs) there's uh there's so much uh there's so much freedom in it that 
it probably looks, I think we've had this conversation before that people look at our church and they go, wow, you guys are like really structured or like you guys really kind of know what's going on. <laughs> right. And they get like, even in your worship is really like, it's, it's, I don't know if I'm maybe specific is the word or like, what's I, the word I'm I get for? from, from certain groups that I'm associated with as they kind of look at our church, they call us, we are serious. Oh, serious. Right. You know? And like we've really thought it through. Yeah, that's not really. Well, but okay. Well, it is true. It is so, true, but it's just, also not as true as people think. Yeah, exactly. So the goal, my goal whenever I am creating orders of worships, and, and again, there's many ways to do this. I know of people who do orders of worship, they sit down, do order of worship for like six months out. Yeah. Uh, I don't do that. My, I do it every week, mainly because I don't have time to sit down <laughs> for 24 hours or 48, and I don't have the mental capacity to sit down and go, all right, I'm going to plan out the next six months of orders of worships to do that. That's kind of like the biggest reason why I don't do it that way. But um, I do, we do the order of worship every week and um, it's brand new every week. And the main goal, the main goal, it's, it's really simple. It's just Christ glorification. It's, yeah. That's all it is, right? Yeah. And, and that can be done in many different ways. And um, how it's done is, is dictated is by... Um, just kind of like my own, our own personal walk with, with, with my, with my personal walk with Christ and what that looks like and how it's impacting me. Uh, a lot of it has to do with, um, so some of our elder conversations with how the church body is growing and how the church body is, what they're dealing with, um, how, how, how we kind of feel the spirit moving, uh, amongst our church members. Uh, a lot of it has to do too with our, um, you know, what we're studying through, what we're preaching through on Sundays yeah, too. Yeah, so, sure. um, you and I don't ever get together and go, "Hey, this is what I'm preaching. This, on. this is, is what we're doing," is, and like, you know, we try to sync it up. I think maybe we've done that once maybe. in the last like two years, or I, yeah, or or I've hinted at like, "Hey, and I think this is what's coming up." And I think know? it's been around things like, "Hey, our advent, our advent series is this." Yeah. Like that's probably yeah, the that's extent. That's probably when it comes most clearly for yeah, sure. Yeah. So, but we don't do it week to week. We no. don't we don't strategize. And it's amazing how uh and I I on occasion will go and re- I'm not reading through Job for my own personal stuff. Like sure. I'm not studying through Job on that stuff, but um which is what we're going but I I will on occasion go, "All right, what do we like what's the next kind of what we're looking at?" And then but that's it. Like I don't do You're not like I'm not. You're not the trying same to write a sermon right. beforehand to figure out what's here. Right. No. You know. So we've got songs that our congregation has learned or that we're teaching them. Uh, we do those in rotation. We don't do all of them in the same set every single time. We do uh, three songs during the actual worship time, and then two songs for communion. We do communion every single every single Sunday, and then we always end every single service with the Law Gospel Doxology. Um. So that's just kind of how we how how we do it. So. Um, the scripture and the text of the songs that we're singing, um, they are themed. Yeah. Generally speaking. They usually work together. Right. They, they complement each other. There is a theme that can go through. Uh, and, I, and then I, I kind of mention that every Sunday, or I try to mention that every Sunday. If it's not as prominent, or maybe if it could be one thing or another, depending on what we're looking at, and I kind of just have a goal for, hey, this is kind of what we want to focus on, this part of Christ today, this part of what God is doing today. Uh, the goal for the worship today is to focus our hearts on um, perseverance through suffering. The goal of our worship today is to praise God for um, for suffering, you know, whatever yeah. kind of thing. It, it's so, or it just could just be, hey, let's just we're gonna worship in joy today, yeah. and um, 
and rehearse the truth of the gospel. Exactly. Just reinforce. Yeah. So it's really not, it's, it, I mean, it is structured, but it's really not structured. Yeah. Um, and that's, that is the, that's the gist of kind of how I enter into the process of, um, of organizing and structuring uh, an order of worship as it were. Yeah. And you do, even for like the, the two songs that we kind of do through communion, we, you know, we, we basically sing two hymns as we take communion. Yeah. You know, those, those tend to be more responsive in mm-hmm. nature uh, or, or prayerful contemplative. Yeah. Contemplative. Yeah. yeah. Um, so, you know, those, those kind of shape, that's, that kind of shapes what we do too. But I don't even have, I don't have categorized in our, song list like communion communion songs right or worship songs or i mean like i don't they 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 overlap so much yeah and i interchange them so much that um i mean maybe it could be better if i did it i I don't know that's just not how i'm not kind of geared that way well i think that's a and and we need to have a conversation about this and i think with dad it would be good too um but like we need to have a conversation about how we even collect our church's collection of songs like yeah. how, you know what are the parameters for that because i honestly think and and this is kind of what makes your job easy if i right. can say that easy right. from week to week is that if you have a good system for for collecting songs or you have a good philosophy for selecting songs then almost it doesn't matter what you pick right because they will all do things like center on the gospel yeah. uh rehearse the truths of jesus they will be like invitive and worshipful and, and do this job of like in our hearts exalting Christ, like yeah. making Christ bigger than our own selves, our own experience and our own responses. Uh, but then it will, it will do this kind of like call to response of, you know, whatever it is. So I will, whatever. Um, and I think if you're doing that and, and just maybe a little heads up, you know, we've always thought through like, can I die to this song? Yeah. Is this a song that will, you know, as I'm on my deathbed, lead me into eternity? Is this is this something that like from a catechetical perspective is giving me the kind of gospel centered clear hope that I need to sing in the worst moments of my life um, or the best moments of my life, right. whatever that is. So we've tried to think that through. So that that can make it easy. I know Quentin, we've talked about too our own church's guiding philosophy right. gonna, of like law gospel yeah, distinction yeah. and how that plays in. How, like maybe explain that and then and then talk about how that fits into our worship yeah so if you listen to a lot of christian radio music a lot of it is uh, not all of it but there's a lot of it that is really kind of it's a really law-based worship sure. songs and it's very much centered around all the things that you need to do or right. things that you must do or right. the things that you are doing i am i am laying down my life i yeah. am bringing you praise i am you know all these different i surrender all i surrender yeah so those aren't bad, okay? Um, those are very much needed, and they're very, very good. Uh, I think it's a healthy balance of probably, and this is there's no math to this, right? And you may even yeah. disagree with this, but I try to lean, when, when it comes to song selection, I try to lean 60-40, 60 gospel, 40 law. And that, you know, again, that's neither right nor wrong. I, I tend to, um, I think we need to have both in our worship services. Yeah, a sense of the law of this this pressure, uh, not pressure, but this kind of feeling of um, there's we have a responsibility as believers. Sure. What does that look like? How does that work? What does that mean? But then also, yeah. the ultimate feeling of uh, the knowledge of the gospel that 
you you have pursuance of obedience and Christ has obeyed already for you. That's right. That's right. So we've talked about this before in other podcasts. The law says you must do. The gospel says it's already done. It That's is right. finished kind of thing. So that type of message, that whether it's very prominent in our worship set or or it's just kind of like just the underlying theme throughout the entire, you know, that is always present in, yeah. in our worship set. So I don't ever want to have a worship set where we come away with a sense of um foreboding in in the in the realm of man i maybe it's not finished yeah maybe, maybe Jesus it's maybe he did it up to me a, a little bit yeah maybe i've got to do more yeah. kind of sense i always want us to come away from worship with a sense of peace that it's it's done for us. That's right. Um, I that's have right. I have the gospel. I have the good, and that's what the good news is, right? I don't have to keep doing things. So, um, yeah. So that's kind of what I would say with the law gospel distinction. That plays. That is the law gospel distinction, and also the distinction of can our congregation sing it? Those are really the two Those parameters. Are the, main, the main things of yeah. what we use to choose songs. Yeah. Can yeah. I? Can we sing it? Maybe. Maybe what do I need to do to change it so that we can sing it? How do yeah. I make it easier for our make, congregation make it to singable. sing singable? Yeah. Like that's just uh, logistically. We're, right. we're not singing some of the stuff that is. I know we love. Um, you you mentioned Shane and Shane that group. Yeah, we right. can't sing most of their songs because they're just musically In a vocal range. That's ridiculous. Right. You can't. Like your only congregation two percent of sing. the entire <laughs> congregation of, of people. Can yeah, it's absolutely insane. It. They're Even great though, songs. Yeah, like they're, they're like th- this would fit. But like as you try to sing them, you're like, holy cow! It's really like, high, or not. it's really low, and you can't. Yeah. So and sometimes both. Right. So I think you know one of the things that you know I've kind of learned over the years in thinking through worship is that. You know, worship, especially a worship service, um, should reflect the gospel, of course, and the and the gospel is given to us in the form of a story. And so, like a lot of times, if you're if you're paying attention, hopefully, um, in your church worship service, the story of the gospel should be told. The story that basically like confronts you with your sin, maybe like or let, let's go even back, like starts with the bigness or the fear of God in the sense of like. Um, he created it all. Like he started everything. Mm-hmm. He is God. I am not. And then you kind of move towards this like awareness of your own sin and personal reflection of, man, I I'm not God. I also I I also have offended God. Mm-hmm. I'm at odds with God apart from Christ, and therefore I need something outside of myself. And so that's where like even traditionally historically in the church, there's always been this space for confession in the worship service. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and so we try to have a text a scripture even some songs which are actually more rare than you might think a confession based song yeah, uh, yeah. it's pretty rare um but also maybe then just even prayers that reflect this kind of like and god we are sorry for our sin we we bring our sin to you and confess it um are ready to re- repent of it and forsake it and move towards christ um and then we we always and this is something i've asked quentin to do uh consistently in our service is make the make the need for an assurance of pardon in our in our worship. Yeah. And Quentin's faithful to do this every week where actually he gets up and, and says, even apart from the preaching moment or even the communion moment, uh, where the where where this is pronounced, um, he'll actually say, Your sins are forgiven. Um and so again that's and that should fit into the story of the narrative 
as well. And so that way, we're ready for preaching at that point. We're ready to hear again from a specific text just how forgiven are our sins mm-hmm. or just how much Jesus has done. And then after that, we respond in taking communion again, and we receive that grace in a very practical, functional, physical way. And we do it all together, and we look around, and we see other people who are just as forgiven as we are, who are uh, forsaking sin, even during hard, challenging circumstances, are still embracing Christ. Um, and we share that in that fellowship together, uh, and then we respond in song as, as well. Um, and then at the very end, we sing praise, and we go through the Law Gospel doxology, which I think is a very kind of like a, a brief summary of all that we have just done yeah. every week, Also, um, and we end in praise. We, just, we also, too, look at that Law Gospel doxology as in a very pragmatic way, and we're saying, if you hear nothing else today, this is what we're saying. This, this what is we're what we're, this is the message. Yep. And um, so we do we, we we do our best to make it as plain and simple as possible for because sometimes we do it through text that if you're an unbeliever you're like I don't understand any of this I don't know what's going on but right. but but you can easily in that song know oh Get. this is the story yeah. that we're talking about and this is what it looks like and um so that. So, I mean, that's a very pragmatic way of looking yeah. at it, but it is on purpose. On purpose. And we do it every week. Yeah. And I know some people probably are, you know, get sick Super of it annoyed. at some point. <laughs> but, like, I also, I mean, like, yeah, I, I hope it gets drilled into their minds so that, you know, again, on their deathbed, you know, they're able to say, here's my only hope, you know, in the face of my great sin and my, my great tragedy of my own life. Um, I have immense hope, immense resurrection at work in me, but also praise God from whom all blessings flow. It's all mm-hmm. his. Uh, and so we respond in praise and worship to him. Um, so that's yeah. kind of a, a brief synopsis. And again, that we want to reinforce, there's a million ways to do it. Uh, if you want a really good resource um, that's very practical, or maybe you're a pastor out there um, or a, a, you know, thinking about ministry or whatever, um, a really, really helpful book um, that I've studied through with him, one of my professors, uh, Zach Hicks, wrote a book called The Worship Pastor. Yep. Uh, and he'll actually talk about how the worship pastor um, is meant to give people Christ in the middle of the worship service and how that, how that can work. Um, he even talks about like how pastors shape emotions. I know we don't often talk about that, or maybe that's a taboo subject, um, but he actually, in a, in a very biblical and um, really sound way, uh, just talks about how even pastors are emotional shepherds uh, because that's in the room. We are human beings. We have emotions. And so even how pastors, worship pastors, um, help guide people through their emotional responses to things that they're hearing and ex- experiencing. Yeah, well. and I'll, I'll even say, too, if you want to have, if you want, I, I'm not an expert. I don't claim to be like this guru on any of this stuff, but I'll volunteer my time. Like I'll happy to jump on a call with you or your worship pastor and just kind of want to talk more. I mean, I, I don't know what I would, what value I would give, but um, if that's something that you think would be valuable, I'm happy to set well, up the time I, and I talk mean, with I'll, you as I'll well. I'll just throw this bone out. I mean, say, you know, one of the things I feel like our church has gone after, and we've had some help with, we've had some other resources helping us out with this, but I think one of the things that we, we if I can say it this way, that you've done well, is making all of our songs singable. Um, and again, we have a system, like a musical system for how that happens yeah. and how that works. Um, and I think that that's actually worth sharing to evangelical churches. We're not fancy. We don't, you know, we don't do rock band, smoke machine stuff. We just, that's just not who we are. Um, I'm sure you could think through the same kinds of things if you are that kind of church. That's fine. Um, but at the same time, like we have piano, we have acoustic guitar, 
maybe a bass, maybe a, some sort of cajon every once in a while. We have two good acoustic guitars. I'm learning this electric guitar. But like basically <laughs> what you're hearing is very simple. Yeah. Like um, you know, well, I will say that like we want as much involvement in our worship team as much as possible. Like I would love to have a lot of the more the merrier yeah. as far as we're concerned. And at the same time, the goal, the always the goal to to this equation is uh how can we I always think of it in terms of how can we as the musicians get out of the way of the text? Yeah. Like so I, that the people will sing it and yeah. even like lift up the the voice of the congregation. Yeah, to sing we don't. This text. We're not there. They're not there for us in yeah. in our guitar or vocal skills. Yeah, but I am leading. Right, right? like I am. I am the Someone's leader. Gotta Someone's got to Someone's got to lead. Right. right, and yet, how can we as leaders get out of the way yeah. so that the text and the story that we're trying to tell can be told yeah. and is not distracted from? So and I think all the things that you do, including musically have actually helped to support the worship going on in the hearts of the congregation. Well, we've done some things, great. and I'm like, ooh, that was not good. <laughs> yeah. And you live and don't, learn. Don't right? do that. That's the, you, you live and yeah. learn, all right? And that's how, you, that's how you actually improve and get better. And, and, yeah, so you and can pastor your people, honestly. I think yeah, like, so that just, didn't serve our people. Right. Like, okay, right. We'll, we'll not do that. We'll do something else next time. Yeah, so if you want to talk, reach out to me. I'm all over the socials, and we'll, we'll set up a time. We can chat if you want to. That's awesome. Well, um, I'm supposed to, we'll, we'll just go quick through this. Uh, I'll do a quick imbibe and then um, I'll do, and then, and then Quentin's got a quick devotional for us. Um, I've got to actually think through something that I've been imbibing in. Sheesh. Oh, you didn't do this yet? No, I didn't do this yet. Uh, I'll go with, I'll, I'll share because Quentin and I are both on a little workout routine. Um, I've got a little plant-based uh, protein that I'm, that I'm on that I've really liked. Um, the, the whey protein just, I don't know. I'm sure it was doing something, but hasn't hasn't worked for me but i I feel like this plant-based protein called orgain i just get it from costco um man it's really helped it's it's not just it's all look at the ingredients it's straight fruits and vegetables um so like nothing that you can't pronounce it's everything like oh cool like this is all just like pure ingredients um so there's not as much protein in it as like a whey protein um but there's still a significant amount and then also like because it's plant-based Man, you just like I don't get tired throughout the day. That's nice. I just I'm in I'm, I gotta get I'm awake. That. I just feel like I'm energized. I got the B vitamins. Like I'm ready to roll. Um, you know you don't feel bogged down. You just feel like ready to go. So it's really been helpful for me. Um, I mean it keeps you regular. I don't know how much information I'm allowed <laughs> to share and still keep our clean rating, but there we go. Um, anyway, really good. Orgain. Yeah, that's good. Protein, or not yeah. protein. Plant I had a protein. I had a couple stories put out on my on the gram and on the book. Hashtag not so fat. Hashtag Let's not do so it. fat. Yeah, it's just like I feel like I'm a pretty I'm a pretty strong person. Like sure, yeah. I but I'm not very healthy. So the goal is just to get healthy. That's right. It's not necessarily about like a size of clothing or a shape of body. It's just about being, being healthy. healthy, being so, around for our kids, hanging out. Yeah, dudes going being out. dudes. Yep, that's right. Do it. Quentin, bring us the word. Yeah. What's so a, in word? relation to what we were just talking about, how we or a structure and um kind of fill our our, write the story for our worship. Um, one of the passages that we're reading in our worship set this this week is Ephesians three. Um, just a small portion of Ephesians three fourteen through uh, nineteen, and this is really the beginning of a prayer for what Paul says, like for a prayer for spiritual strength. Um, a prayer for um. And th- so just listen, it's really great because he's got, you can, you can hear the law gospel even in this short part passage of this responsibility of like what I must do 
And then also it ends with what Christ has done. Sure. Yeah. So uh, Ephesians three fourteen through 19 says, For this reason I bow my knees before the Father, from whom every family in heaven and on earth is named, that according to the riches of his glory, he may grant you to be strengthened with the power through his spirit in your inner being, so that Christ may dwell in your hearts through faith, that you, being rooted and grounded in love, may have strength to comprehend with all the saints what is the breadth and length and height and depth, and to know the love of Christ that surpasses knowledge, mm. that you may be filled with all the fullness of God. Wow. So it's a promise and a prayer and law gospel all in one. Yeah, that's crazy. That you There's may be filled. There's a lot of There's a lot of. That's crazy. And it's stuff. not. And it's nothing that Paul is doing. It's yeah. all that has been done to you through Christ, through the Spirit, that you may be filled with the fullness of God. Mm. Um, so as you progress through this weekend, as you go to the pool, go to the pool, be filled in the fullness of God, yeah. know the love of Christ, know when your kids mess up, be reminded of, be, be rooted and grounded in the love that strengthens you to comprehend what the le- what the breadth, length, height, and depth of the love of Christ is, and then rest in Him. Be filled with the fullness of fullness of God. Yeah, yeah. Really short. Yeah, there's so much. But, like it's just that's it seems. You almost feel like Paul just kind of ran out of words there. Yeah, to try it, to describe it, what's going on. Either that, or he was just so full that he just kept writing just and kept, kept writing. Just and kept like writing. the stream of consciousness. Yeah, like, yeah. Well, if you look in the Greek, I mean, like. He rarely uses periods in Ephesians. Yeah. It's just like got really like, long dude, like long sentences. We, there. we we need a couple periods every once a in break. a while. Take a breath. We need to figure out what you're saying. But yeah, that's really good, man. Awesome. Be be hey, all that all that gospel promise is there for you for this weekend. So so go be, put your butt in church this weekend. Go that's hear right. about Christ. Go listen and, and then go respond to him in worship. And uh we'll see you next time here on the Cyber Thanks for joining us. Later. Bye.